Hello, City Church. Welcome to another episode of City Church Together. My name is Jacob, and today I'm here with our pastor, Trevor Atwood, and we are going to be tackling some questions that Trevor didn't quite have time to to address on Sunday morning. Uh, his sermon on Sunday was about being gay and Christian. I have a link to the sermon in the show notes uh, if you want to go and listen to the sermon. But I wanted to start out by um, asking a question that is very common um, among people in the church. And it's one that's difficult to answer and it's very nuanced. And so, uh, first of all, Trevor, how do I, a Christian, love a person who is gay without necessarily approving their lifestyle? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I feel like I have to say that. Now I'm going to rebuke you for the way you phrase that question. <laughs> um, I think it's very important to, um, you know, we assume when we use the term gay that we're talking about someone who is in a different category than us. Um, and that's why language in this uh, in this realm is so important, um, because, you know, am I am I talking about a person who is um, having sex outside of a marriage relationship or am I talking about a person who is attracted to the same sex? A person who is attracted to the same sex. How do you love them? Um, you love them the same way the person who's attract who's attracted to the opposite sex. Mm. Um, there is not in the way that I understand um, scripture and humanity through that lens. Um, our temptations are not um, sin. In fact, James talks about our temptations, which though they may may be a part of our brokenness, um, our temptations are actually uh, James one are opportunities for us to grow and mature in the way that we handle those temptations and in the way that we practice the presence of God and the sufficiency of yeah. God in those temptations. So, um, so, uh, you make an assumption with gay and then, and then without approving of their lifestyle, you know, I know, um, that there is, there is no one gay lifestyle. Right. Um, you know, it's like, uh, it's like when we say we're, we're going to do life with somebody, you know, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's something that Jacob and I talk about all the time. We just, just the two of us here, um, yesterday on Mondays, um, so it, we we actually get into a lot of those uh, crazy conversations about what doing life means, and the same thing, you know, the the assumption of what a gay lifestyle is, as if as if every every person who is attracted to the same sex sort of has an agenda yeah. or operates the same way, or they don't do the dishes at night, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, there, we when we start to see people as others, then then um, that's that's actually a part of the problem, which is what I tried to address on Sunday is for us all to see ourselves in the same boat under the category of suffering. Right. So to get to the heart of what I think that question is and what what it's asking is very practically. Um, I I don't want I think what the person is asking is I, I don't want my love of a person to communicate the message that I am okay uh, with whatever, like in this case, I am okay with um, homosexual sex. Hmm. I'm okay with that. Or I am okay with, um, I am okay with gay marriage um, or, or that I'm going to endorse that or I'm going to, you know, give approval of that. Um, to that, I would point to uh, Zacchaeus 
in Luke chapter uh, 19. Um, interesting about, you know, of course, Jesus uh, had a reputation of, of eating with, uh, being together with um, people who uh, would have, and I'm not equating, uh, not necessarily equating same-sex attraction or, or being gay with being a you know, tax collector that's ripping people off or this, yeah. that's not my aim here. Right. But the point is in the way that the world uh, looks at people or the way that a Christian culture might even look at a person as who are the untouchables mm. or what inside of like a, um, what might be viewed as, oh, no, you're, uh, you're approving of something that we can't approve of. And I think that that Jesus's interaction with Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19 is a great example of that. You know, he he um, I won't read it, but you can again read about it in in Luke 19. Um, Jesus encounters intentionally goes after this guy Zacchaeus, who is known in his community to be a, a tax collector, which mm-hmm. is which is a big no no. All right, we won't go into everything there, but um, essentially known to be ripping people off. And Jesus, without hesitation, approaches Zacchaeus and goes in private to dine with Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus, when he welcomes Jesus into his home, we don't get any of the conversation that did or didn't happen. Luke isn't interested for whatever reason of giving that. So I don't know if Jesus went in and said, um, Zacchaeus, you must stop doing this. Repent. All he said is, all Jesus says to Zacchaeus that we have in the text is, I must come to your house today. Right. We got to eat. And then there is repentance on Zacchaeus's part. Mm. What I think that that little story shows us um, that that little pericope or account of Jesus's life, what that shows us is that we ought to take the risk that is love. Yeah. So we ought to step out and let the Holy Spirit lead in those conversations. Mm. Um, I This can be misconstrued, and so I want to be very careful, but I do think we want to risk for love's sake there's another side of this coin that is um, using, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing a college student saying, you know, well, let's go to the strip joint and risk for love's sake, you know. So uh, that's why I want to be very careful with this. Right. But I do think there is a wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives us to mm-hmm. step out in love, to make relationships um, without um, going down every avenue that something could be misconstrued. Right. Does that make sense? Or yeah. actually... Put yourself in a situation where you are so loving someone, even though appearances can be murky, that um, that you are putting yourself out there for a person with a reputation that is counter to your your culture. Um, again, this is only one viewpoint of this, and so there are some other things to consider in wisdom inside of the community and the people that you're in. Um, but I would say that it's um, we shouldn't worry we shouldn't worry so much about someone might take this the wrong way because clearly Jesus takes a lot of risk in what people may take the wrong way um, in order to love, in order to put himself in the company of sinners. Uh, biblical word here. Um, so much so that in the that it became a rumor about Jesus that he, he eats with tax collectors, with sinners and gluttons and women of the night as it were um so i would say use wisdom 
Um, I would say that I couldn't give you a I couldn't give you a one size fits answer on a podcast. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow with part two of this Q and A on being gay and Christian. But for now, City Church, go and multiply the gospel.